It's what animates. It's absolutely pure, ridiculous. Pure fan service it and really fan is. service only. That's why I love free Iwatoi Scrum Club because they're all naked the entire time. <laughs> Not really. They have swimsuits, but. I do enjoy fan service anime. More than maybe I should. Hashtag beach episode coming up. Oh, I love the beach episodes. Oh my God, I am horny for Zuko. <laughs> All right. Again. Wait, is this Earth King? Yes. Earth King. The Earth King. The Earth King. The Earth King. King of the Earth. It's a freaking snowflake. He's not even an Earthbender. Which, yeah. let's what? like, I haven't even started the episode yet. Are you, are, oh, you, you're prepping your weird voice for mm-hmm. this episode? I'm trying to think what weird voice I want to do. I vote Barney. Coach Steve. I don't, know, I don't know what Coach Steve sounds like. Can you, you can you do out. a Barney? How's your Barney? Ooh. It's going to be so bad. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to 218. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon episode. <laughs> the Earth King. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they told me to do Barney, and I tried I th- my best. I'm so sorry. I like the, I think G- it just I like the like way southern. that you do the ing, like the ing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I just went southern. It, it wasn't enough. It, it's okay though. I still enjoyed <laughs> it. It was, it. It, it it was, was fun. Uh, it was a valiant effort, and you know what, Tyler? I applaud you. Thank I you. Applaud that. Thank you. I should be a voice actor. You, absolutely. Thank absolutely. You. you do need to. All right, uh, Earth King. What do, what do we want, what, what do we want to talk about? What the okay, Earth King? Let's talk about how the Earth King is not an Earthbender, when that's a very integral part of the Fire Nation royal family. Yeah, and I wanted like take his little glasses and just break them. Okay, so I don't know if I mentioned this in the main episode or not, but supposedly the Earth King is like twenty five. Mm-hmm, like I'm yeah. tw- I'm nearly twenty four. Like the Earth King is like my Earth, age. Earth King is baby. Yeah, Earth King is. Baby. He looks so much older though in the series. He yeah, looks, he uh, looks thirty. Weird. He looks very very old. But uh, you know, I guess that kind of plays into the more more of the manipulation aspects. And one of the things that kind of took me out of this episode, uh, one of the things that I, I really struggled with was the Earth King actually taking the gang somewhat seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, clearly Long Fang has spent a lot of time indoctrinating him. So yeah. he, he really jumps on the gang train yeah. pretty quick. I mean, um, like, it kind of makes sense because he's the Avatar, but he never asks for proof that Aang is the Avatar. And Aang never shows any proof other than he's an airbender, which, like we said, if the Earth King doesn't know about this, he shouldn't know that all of the airbenders are extinct. Yeah, there's That's a lot true. of, there's a little bit of uh, assumed stuff here. Yeah. I would assume more happens behind the scenes that we don't see. Hey, mm-hmm. would you say that's a um, flaw in the writing? Why? Yeah. Is, it, is it by John O'Brien? Yes, this episode is written by John O'Brien. I actually didn't like this episode. <laughs> yeah, this episode was like, it. the only thing that made it good was the Zuko scenes and mm-hmm. the fight in the beginning. Oh, yeah. that fight scene was so oh good. Oh my though. god. Yeah. Literally, like, you were saying I'm not a fight person, but I was watching that fight and eating that shit well, up. Well, you don't, just because you're not not a fight person doesn't mean you can't enjoy a good fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Which, like, I mean, we literally just got that badass fight at the end of Lake Laogai, where I'm still yeah. thinking about, like, Toph is on top of a pillar and like she does like one two like with the like Dai Li where she just like blocks them blocks them and then they shoot at her and she jumps up and then she like fires outward and it's just so well choreographed and I'm like oh my god (laughs) what the hell (laughs) we don't deserve this huge props to the to the martial arts team for this episode for also for for coming up with the ridiculous number of different ways that earth is bent in this episode yes like 
uh, all the different, like there's, there's blocks that come up one way. There's blocks that come up another way. Some things are lifted straight up and down. I some love, things like, are the thrown. stairs, how she makes them like just completely flat. Oh, that's um, amazing. And then they like cut out their own little platform that they use to like slide up the stairs. Um, but like, because they're flat now, it's like kind of just like going at a 45 degree angle and oh my God, it's so cool. I, oh. It really shows. And the surface to air rocks. <laughs> it, it really shows, like to me, like, you know, I, I don't necessarily think of like bending as like bending in the sense of like, oh, I'm bending my arm right now or I'm bending some silly string, but mm-hmm. more like as a manipulation of elements, which is what it is. But in this episode, it feels like earth bending mm-hmm. like the, the the natural landscape is being bended around them yeah and i'm just mm-hmm. like oh it's so well done mm-hmm. something i really enjoyed with this fight in particular was this is a testament to how far the gang has come mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. this is quite literally a group of four children <laughs> taking on the Earth City capital yeah. by themselves. Well, that's the idea. The Earth's the Earth King's guard. Um, apparently, their costume design is meant to just kind of like look pretty and not actually yeah. meant to be useful mm-hmm. because, like, that's not their point. Their point is into um, protect the Earth protect King. the Earth King. Their point is to just like send the statement that like he has more power. The, the Dai Li have the power here. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So and like clearly they're not well trained. They're taken out very easily oh, by destroyed four by kids. Four kids. Four kids and a flying bison. To be fair, very powerful kids. Yes. <laughs> oh. yes. But it is a testament, I think. I to mean the, the Avatar, yeah. the greatest earthbender in the world, and a girl who learned became a master in waterbending within weeks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and also Saka. <laughs> and also Don't forget Wolftail Saka. God, I love it when they're like sliding up the stairs and Saka's like, seriously, we're on your side. <laughs> just the sorry. Whole, <laughs> the whole time everyone's running and saying sorry. <laughs> I love Katara too, where she's like, I'm sorry, we're just trying to see the Earth King. And then she <laughs> takes out more guys. And every time she like takes them out, she like flinches and she's like, I'm oh. so sorry. <laughs> Uh, there's some really cool water bending in this fight too. I love oh, yeah. Katara in this mm-hmm. fight just because. Uh, what's it? She when she gets to the it's it's a really cool. I think one of the first times we've seen her switching between the the water cask mm-hmm. and then the water that's natural in the environment where yeah. she flips the otter out, uses it to make that little ice like slide, slide over the and river, then shoots moats, over the I river, guess. flipping, throwing water everywhere. Like oh Grabs man, ones and just like whips it behind her, knocks all of the guys into the moat. Aang comes by and he freezes all of them in there. I think this is the, also Ugh. the first time where we see her do her like water like floating over her arms like a fur boa, which mm-hmm. is like oh, yeah. feminine empowerment, like mm-hmm. super super feminine, hot. but yeah. also threatening. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's what Avatar does so well is powerful women. I'm attracted to every woman in Avatar: The Last Airbender who could kill me. Mm-hmm. It's a Mood. Yes. It's really, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what else is there? So, there's um, when Zuko episode. has the nightmares too. Oh, this one. This, this one. was really interesting. I didn't really understand this. I was a kid. As a kid, I was kind of like, <laughs> oh, what? see, that's like, I. Um, I have always had very vivid dreams. Like, I, I wake up and I remember my dreams almost every single day. And mm-hmm. I, and when I'm dreaming, I can't tell that it's a dream. Like, so it's actually happening to me, no matter how bizarre or, mm-hmm. or what's going on. And um, so when, you know, Zuko was, was dreaming and, and I always, um, put a lot of meaning onto my dreams as well. 
Um, and so when Zuko was dreaming, I was like, oh, my God, bro, I I feel you, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, you're going through it, bro. Oh, that's hard, bro. Like, because I don't know. I was like, my that's. My entire therapy session on Monday was about a dream that I had had that night before. Oh, my God, I love that. Thank you. And there's your therapy reference. reference. There we go. Hey, already. Um, and we already talked about Toph, so. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check, checking all the uh, boxes here. Yeah. Pretty efficient. I was, I was talking to, uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier too, but I appreciate when animated shows do dream sequences because that's something you can do in an animated medium better than you can do in any other yeah. medium. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, the uh, Avatar is no exception. They do a really, really good job of it. Uh, what's the the? I like where he like he doesn't he get like sucked through the floor. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't even get sucked through the floor. The metal platform that he's sitting on crunches around him yeah. as he's going downward. It's just spooky. It's so good. So good. And then the blue dragon appears out of nowhere, and she's like, "Sleep, just like mother," which draws the comparison between yes. Zuko and his mother. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that. It's so good. And I mean, like, as a kid, you know, I watch this and I'm like, this is weird and I don't get it, you know? But, like, as an adult, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so influential. Mm -hmm. It means so much. Um, Was anybody else really attracted to Zoukang? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) I'm kidding. It creeped me out, to be honest. (laughs) Well, I do think it's very interesting that in both of Zuko's nightmares, he's without his scar. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the scene where where Zuko wakes up, he you can see he reaches immediately to his face and yeah, touches his scar. Sure. I wonder if every time he dreams, if he doesn't have the scar. <gasps> oh, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's like something that feels very real, you know, that mm-hmm. would make sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And 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 if he were to dream without his scar. Then does he obviously yearn for uh, an impossible world? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you know, for the long, Zuko doesn't see his scar as a part of who he is. He sees it as like a burden, you know, as mm-hmm. like a curse, you know, a mark of the terrible thing that he did, like betray his nation and lose his father's love and trust and his family, you know. Um, so Zuko wants to live a life and wants to be in a world where he doesn't have any of that and he doesn't have to carry that with him. Mm-hmm. For someone whose who's pride is so important, mm-hmm. to have a constant physical reminder of your failures yeah. right in front yeah. of your face every single day for yeah. the rest of your life. I'm not surprised he wants it gone. Yeah. Um, and I think he, you know, he eventually learns to accept that scar and it's part of him, but yeah. we're not there yet. He is... He's going through it. He's going through it. Um, Earth King Kue. Um, first of all, they never say his name in the his series. His name is Kue. K U E I. K U E I. Kue. 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 Anyway, <laughs> he's like twenty five. <laughs> I am like twenty four, so he is nearly my. Yeah, he's, he's like he's my our age. age. He is in our age group. Yeah, and. He looks like middle aged. Well, isn't looks his like, hairline like back here? Yeah. I mean, like, he looks like 35, 40, and he talks like a full fledged adult. And I'm like, 
Come on, bro. You gotta have student loans. I mean, yeah. I mean, he does. He does have a pet bear, which is pretty childish. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, just the, the bear. <laughs> you know, it's probably because you know the Daily were like, well, it's probably better if you know we manipulate this dude who probably doesn't have a lot of self esteem. Well, we did even say in king. this episode, and this isn't. I couldn't find the confirmed source for this. It was just on the Avatar fandom wiki. But apparently, he took the throne when he was like four. I was gonna say, oh, do, do we so, know what happened yeah. to his? parents no we don't okay there could be a lot of trauma there there could be um uh, which is why we have you know but the daily in power basically long thing like i'm sorry he's never left the palace like what a privileged <laughs> dick honestly. that is privilege nut boy that's well that's almost a st- that's a step beyond privilege because if he was truly privileged he would have left the palace to experience things and look at stuff mm-hmm. but I I think Long Feng kept him there I think he yeah. probably had some trauma there too yeah. so I hate to like just say oh he's the most privileged like he's definitely probably had some stuff go on yeah but past. like he doesn't even know what his own citizens he's like live like mm-hmm. well you know? and I at twenty five you know. He's been raised in the in it's it like for his shelter. entire life. You know, he's Long been Fang was like that helicopter parent, kind of just to keep him out of the, the limelight and out of yeah. power. Because I mean, Long that means Long Fang. If if you took the throne at four, that means Long Fang has been in power for twenty one years. Mm-hmm. Many kings don't reign that long. Yeah, that's a lot of power to hold on to for a long time. Long Fang has had a, an a substantial amount of time to really build the Dai Li mm-hmm. and really create something that is pretty airtight. Um, which is part of why I have some issues with this episode and with it falling apart so quickly. Yeah. And him just immediately distrusting Long Fang. Yeah, we were talking about this before we started recording, but the Earth King kind of just like too easily trusts um, Team Avatar. Yeah, just they just show up. And you were mentioning that they, they never prove it. Mm-hmm. They never are Yeah, he never asks Aang to prove that he's the Avatar. I mean, Aang Earth or airbends, but like... If Earth King Kuei doesn't know about the war, then why would he know about the eradication of the airbenders? Yeah. Yeah. So airbending isn't enough proof. For most people, airbending is enough proof, but you know, it shouldn't be for this. Like he should be like, yo, bend more than one element. Bend plus one. Because you know, like no one else can bend more elements, you know. So Aang doesn't even have to bend all four. He literally just has to bend two. And he doesn't he never does that. Once again, this could have been a a behind-the-scenes type of thing where they talk more off-camera. They don't even compare Long Fang's bite to Appa's teeth. Like, they're just like, here. (gasps) Yeah! But but no, he just lifts it up, and he's like, here's the bite. And then the Appa's like, they're like, look at Appa's teeth! And they don't actually, like, put the the foot near Appa's teeth to make sure it matches up, which kind of made me mad. I I watch a lot of, like, crime and, like, forensic shows, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, number one, you gotta gotta (laughs) put them next to each other. Otherwise... You're not going to know. If the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. No. <laughs> that is not true because the glove was leather and it was coaxed in blood and leather can shrink when it becomes wet. We've shifted Whoa. from Avatar The Last Airbender podcast to O.J. Simpson podcast. Jeez. You know what? I have watched American Crime Story, People versus O.J. Simpson. Sarah Paulson was Marsha Clark. Oh, I like Sarah Paulson. I love Sarah Paulson. I, I need to see that show. I haven't watched it. It's really, really good. The second season is The Assassination of Gianni Versace. That Ooh. one's really good, oh. too. Oh. They're doing a third one about the impeachment of Bill Clinton. That's fun. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Do you know Beanie Feldstein? She was in um, Booksmart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. she's, yeah, she's Josh be, Gad's sister, right? It's another... Con- Jonah Hill, Jonah I think. Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's going to be um, Monica Lewinsky. Oh. Yeah. 
I've seen some interviews with Monica, and she's a very interesting woman. I like her a lot. She is. She's a like motivational speaker now. She's really turned that that's a, that into something it was like fantastic. A, there is her Twitter is so great too. There was a tweet going around that was like, "What is one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self?" And she quote retweeted it and said, "Don't take that internship at the White House." Oh, <laughs> I love her. She's really cool. Um, she's kind of like a toff. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see what Tyler would say. I that. do not approve. Um, we could talk about how the Earth King's glasses are coming back into style right now. I'm not a fan. Oh, hell yeah. I want to just... Tiny uh, glasses no, for the win. No, 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 no. See, see, I can pull off tiny glasses because I have a small face mm-hmm. and my head is physically small. <laughs> See, that's why I need big glasses because I'm just like so big headed, like and arrogant, like so full of myself. It's <laughs> basically like I ordered. Okay, I ordered um, face masks on Amazon the other day, and um, they sent me the. I ordered adult sizes, and they sent me the kid size. So I tried it on, and it fit my face. Oh no! <laughs> and the adult ones I have to put through the dryer, so they shrink a little oh, bit. My God. <laughs> is too small and so I have a personal vendetta against small round glasses Serena is like my face it's baby (laughs) my baby (laughs) baby. baby. wait so does are his glasses like tiny and round I thought they they were like half moon glasses no No, they're they're tiny tiny and round and it makes me want to drop kick his face are they they are 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 they a pince nez do they have like the sidebars no they do not they are a pince pince nezes should come back into style pince nezes are cool Vito so Vito Pince-nez is just a glass that you set on the bridge of your nose and it holds there. That's amazing. Yeah, I think TR wore a pince-nez. I love Teddy Roosevelt. They should come back. Bring them back. Only, only my boy Teddy can wear those. Only my boy Teddy. Earth King (laughs) Kuei. Evidently. Pince-nezes, that's where it's at. He's got it going for him. I don't agree. You know, he could be my sugar daddy because, like, I I want more for you, Tyler. You know what? I could take care of him. Like, I could emotionally help him through all the trauma. Just like, even just like, you know, like household chores, like go around the palace and that's what he's got Bosco for. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to replace a bear. I don't, you know, Earth King Kuei, he wouldn't want a little twink like me. He would want a bear. He would want like a bear daddy. I also am just like, okay, dude, you placed way too much trust in your animal. Like when he was like, oh yeah, Bosco can sense like evil. And the Kyoto, like Azula and the team are there. Yeah. This and, is, that's the end yeah. of this episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. it's the uh-huh. very end. I love it when he goes like, Bosco seems to like him, so I'll hear out what they have to speak. And I'm like, dude, Bro, you what gotta. Is, what is it with royals and just being quirky little bitches? Like, Honestly. <laughs> I'm not like the other kings. No, I'm not like other kings. I'm not Earth quirky. King. Like, I have a bear, and I'm like, yeah, so do half the gays, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dear Lord, <laughs> uh, what do we think the the woman who uh, Saka barges in on was doing? So there? I didn't know for the longest time that she's saying burglar. She said burglar. Yeah, I Bad thought she black. says good Lord for the longest time as a kid. Really? Yeah, like good Lord, <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. Um, that would be my first reaction. <laughs> No, also, a, burglar yeah, wouldn't be know. my first Maybe reaction. she's like a cousin, so like she's still royalty and she can that still live be. in the palace. Mm-hmm. Um, because she definitely is not a servant. Well, don't monarchies usually house a lot of their nobles and like their 
headquarters castle sometimes thing. yeah sometimes keep it in the family keep gotta it in the family. marry your sister that's what hamlet <laughs> was uh after ha- Habsburg it up up in there get yourself a nice jawline honestly <laughs> i mean like God, they're ugly <laughs> god <laughs> that's a deep cut history joke for y'all <laughs> i didn't get it uh oh the the Habsburg dynasty is known for having uh being exceptionally inbred and having large chins <laughs> Just Google Habsburg chin and you'll see some fun. They were Austri- uh, Austrian, Austrian, right? yes, yeah. yes. Oh. A Piero okay. man. Yeah, aren't they? Oh, God, A Piero was my, that was. I love that guy. A Piero was what oh got God, me through high yikes. school. Isn't that jaw wild? Isn't that jaw wild? These are like professional portraits, too. So this is someone painting them to look, look nice. good. Yeah, they, they toned that jaw yeah. down. Oh, they, yeah. They were probably way oh, worse. Oh, no. Yikes. Yeah, if you ever feel bad about yourself, just remember the Habsburgs existed. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like with the amount of money in my bank account right now, I would, I might be willing to trade my good looks for some royalty. <laughs> well, I mean, at least, well, at least like your husband isn't your brother or something like that. I would, or, that's true. I would trade many a good things about me for some good looks. Like that chin? I was going to say like services I could provide. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh hey. And like, hey, come on, let's em. be real. Like all of us had fantasized at one point in our life of sleeping with a family member. Am I right? What? Like everyone's done it. Come on. Right? Tyler? <laughs> oh, my God. I have a mom and a sister and I am very gay. So no, I have not done that. <laughs> Whoa, I was a little bit actually sweating. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. No, no. This is tough when your friends are such good actors. I, have, I did always want a brother growing up. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I touched I your knee I, there. No, you're fine. I have um, this one guy who I used to talk to um, and was just the worst. He, first off, I should preface this. He spewed lies left and right. So you can never know if it was true or not. Um, he once told me that he was having an affair with his brother for the past three years. Why? I don't know. I, I worked with someone who was a, a, a compulsive oh, liar. Yeah. yeah. Compulsive liar. I no, he wasn't who, a compulsive liar. I don't know if he was a sociopath or a psychopath, but like definitely the one where like he has no empathy for other humans, constantly oh, feels yeah. the need to lie to embellish his own thing, like his own self-sense of worth, yada, yada, yada. I think that's a sociopath. One of the two. One of the two that's commonly a serial killer. It is. There are two paths, and um, they do diverge. However, the wood is the same. I I took the harder one (laughs) and rode it till dawn (laughs) on my horse. I was quoting Robert Frost, (laughs) who is a beautiful literary hero, and then you just had to sexualize yeah, my boy like that. Do you think Little Nas X was like a horse is like a man, you know? And like Old Town Road is like his bedroom. I think you made a dumb country song because you thought it was funny. <laughs> and so like that was the thing, like TikTok. once Lil Nas X came out, like people were like, oh my God, I get it now. Like he's going to take his horse and ride until he can't no more. And like he actually like t- retweeted some of these and like he quote tweeted them. He was like, y'all, I literally was talking about horses. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like literally just writing a dumb country song. He's like, I literally just wrote this is about a joke. horses. <laughs> this is a joke. He's trying I to be funny. horses in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, it's I 
it's it's a joke, but it's such a good song. It's so it fun. Is, and it's, it's a fucking mm-hmm. banger. Yeah, it it's it's proof that music is not about talent. It's about knowing the right people. Like the only Ooh. reason Lil Nas X is successful is because his shit blew up on TikTok. Yep. Like it's all about right place, right time. Yep. So all you young musicians out there, all you young artists out there for that matter. Go out and make stuff and just have fun with it. There's no rules and you are you can be just as successful or as good of an artist as someone famous. I thought, Aaron, I thought you were going to say, so all of you young musicians out there, stop trying so hard. <laughs> no, no, keep trying. Keep making stuff. All you of you young musicians Your out talent there. is worthless. You could, you could be the next Lil Nas X is what I'm saying. You could put your shit out on TikTok and then your life could change overnight. Mm-hmm. Tyler, Do I it. want you to be the next Lil Nas X. I want to date Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil Nas X knows BTS. Lil Nas X, I'm single. Please date me. <laughs> also, all of BTS. Lil I'm... Nas X, come on our podcast. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> on that fun note, um, I think that's all we have to talk about for this episode. Uh, would you have? Would you date the Earth King? I think he's kind of cute. No, I would date the Earth King. Aaron, no. Why would I you would bring that up? You already know how King. I feel about him. I've talked about punching him in the look, face like three look, times. I am the cut. Ki- I think Steve Kornacki is just live action the Earth King. <laughs> oh, and my I God. would date Steve Kornacki. I sent you a couple of Steve Kornacki TikToks. <laughs> oh my God, I love him so much. There was one point at MSNBC where like the guy like was on the map, and the main like anchor dude, he was like, "Steve Kornacki is taking a court mandated period of rest," which implies like it's forced on him. Yes, <laughs> like, he's like required by law. <laughs> like he would still be there up like for the 27th hour just like still at that map <laughs> counting votes and I'm like Steve Kornacki I love you so much you Steve Kornacki you are my hero there was a lot of fun news moments from the election and it's nice now we did talk about this I think two two episodes ago where it was mm-hmm. just before the election and now it's over oh, is it though uh, well yeah, no that's a, that's there, a, that's there, a fair <laughs> statement there's so I just read an article today where Trump basically like fired or either fired or like they resigned most of the defense department and he hired people who are severely loyal to him so that way when the transition happens they won't leave along with him i don't think it's gonna happen yeah it's not gonna happen that's what the secret service is for i mean like that's the thing is like you don't like you don't think it's going to happen but like still he's taking steps to further try to enforce that he won't leave and it's scary well the i think the media has finally left his side. They have. And that the is, media yeah. has that is, a, that is a huge, huge weight yeah. off the yes. shoulders. Mm-hmm. They finally were just cutting away from him. I mean, like, on a, during election lies. week, I was constantly switching back and forth between MSNBC and Fox News because I was like, I need to see if his base and if his media is going along with the same information or if they're mm-hmm. trying to dispute it. And they were going along with it, too. Fox News was one of the first news sources to call Arizona for Biden. So. I, I don't love Fox News, but I really appreciate how they handled this election. I don't like I, Fox yeah. News either. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, like, it is good. It is a good sign when they are also accepting the results that Biden has won. Yep. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, <laughs> I don't love you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs>
You guys wow! Stop, stop saying that I nonsense. Know. I just, I, I do love our listeners. Nonsense. I just don't like it when you guys I force me to say you. it. You love me. It was That's a, a scary song. It was a, it was a Barney voice at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, did we wrap it up? I, I love you. You love me. We're a happy family with a I great big hug and a kiss from me. How do you know this song? Won't you say you love me too?